Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And here comes my final hour this week, this Saturday. Keep it fierce and on the fan. Thanks for listening. Let's go back a little bit. So, I mean, I didn't even mention the lightning plan right now. That one got... Out of hand, it's 3 nothing. They're in the third period. Maybe they rally. But obviously, we've been keeping our eyes on the Canadiens. Devils, that's in the third period, tied 2-2. Still scoreless down there in Philly with the Rangers Flyers. We have been talking basically about the Mets and the Yankees, but really about Juan Soto because I think that's like the last connector right now, especially before we embark on this season, before we actually see what happens. It's like, oh, he's... Renting in the Bronx, boy, he's going to buy in Queens. Like, yeah, okay, tell yourself whatever you got to tell yourself. Like, whatever you got to tell yourself to feel better about David Stearns being the president of baseball operations and Steve Cohen being the richest owner in the sport with the highest payroll in history and failing like they did, whatever you have to tell yourself. If you have to sell yourself this year that Juan Soto is going to be a Met next year for you to get through this year, do it. Don't listen to me at all. I just don't see it. I don't think it makes any sense. And as we embark on our first spring training games, man, baseball fans, we love baseball. We're so excited. The Yankees aren't on TV, but the Mets are. And you quickly didn't want to watch that Met game. It didn't help your morale. It didn't help you feel better about the situation with Kodai Senga going down this week and with all the marginal moves that were made by the new Milwaukee Mets. David Stern's coming from the brew crew to make a new crew. It's just mid. It's not great. It's not what you want, but you got to root for your team. You got to enjoy what you can enjoy. It's baseball time, and uh, you got to hope for the best. So the Mets lose 10-5 to to the Cardinals in their first game. Don't care about the stats. It's an exhibition. It doesn't matter. But, oh, joy, the Yankees are in the bottom of the eighth, going into the top of the ninth, up 14-6 to against the Tigers, and I'm sure you'll see a bunch of tweets and images and things about the Yankees and what happened there today. Let's get back to the phones, but before we do that, we got to look into this game tonight for the Knicks. 877-337-6666. The uh, Knicks take on the Celtics in the Garden. It'll also be on ABC, so you'll go from the Rangers to the Knicks. What a time to be alive. The Mecca. The Garden. 
I mean, they're playing down there in Wells Fargo Center. But you go from the Rangers to the Garden. So you Rangers, Knicks fans, will get to watch your team on national television. Hopefully, the Rangers get a win. Will the Knicks be able to compete with the Celtics? I'm not going to say they can't. But I did see the Celtics right before the All-Star break absolutely wipe the floor with my Brooklyn Nets. And I don't know how long I'm going to be a Brooklyn Nets fan, honestly. I mean, I, I, I have a drop talking about how many years I was a Nets fan, but I would always deflect. Like, yeah, I just root for Kobe, though. Yeah, I'm a Nets fan, but I'm rooting for LeBron. Like, yeah, sometimes I'm conflicted when, you know, Kobe plays against the Nets. I'm rooting for Kobe. When LeBron plays against the Nets, I'm rooting for Bron Bron. I actually was saying that about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant coming into the league out of Texas, the Durantula. Remember we used to call him that? He didn't like that name, but I'm like, I, I root for the Durantula. He's ridiculous. Even Kyrie coming out of Jersey, coming out of uh, Duke. I'm a Jersey guy. I used to watch Duke basketball a lot. I was rooting for Kyrie. I don't root for the guy anymore, but you see what I'm saying. Like being a Nets fan is such a struggle that you can't just be a Nets fan. You got to find individual players to latch on to. Well, the Celtics absolutely smacked the Nets, beat them by 50, and they fired their coach. And then they hire interim coach Kevin Ali, who was already there, and the team goes up to Toronto to play against R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly, and then they lose there and, and embarrass themselves again. They'll be on the floor tonight, so we'll see what the Celtics do with the Knicks at 8.30. They'll be on the floor tonight, the Brooklyn Nets, Playing against A-Rod's team. You guys got to just Google A-Rod if you haven't seen it by now. A-Rod, I don't know if it's a spray tan on top of an actual tan. I don't know what he's going for. Uh, Maybe it's a Black History Month thing. (laughs) It's not that. A-Rod, is uh, he's looking awfully dark. And uh, it's awfully dark. For the Brooklyn Nets and their outlook, they got to go face the Minnesota Tim- Timberwolves, who are coming off a loss to Giannis and the Bucks, and I don't think they stand a chance tonight. 877-337-6666. Edward is in Dumont, New Jersey, on the fan in New York. Keith, I have a lot of respect for you, but if you ever say that you're not a Nets fan, again, I'm going to put you in the same class with Evan Roberts. Evan Roberts gave three minutes of Net talk. We're Nets I, fans, but, no, but we are struggling. Don't, this yeah. is this is one of the all-time worst gotta, times. I understand that, but don't do this. I'm, I I only call and listen to you because I know you're a diehard Nets. Don't. I'm don't dying. Do <laughs> I'm okay? dying hard. I understand. We 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 can't get Claxton big money. Please let him walk. Claxton is not worth big money. I don't know if they will. I don't know if Sean Marks we, is going to be here. Well, if Sean Marks is not here, even better. Right, because he's I, a Sean Marks pick. He's a Sean I, Marks guy. I, I want Booty Hauser. I want him as our next coach. Booty Hauser. I want him. That's what I want. Yeah, well, they kicked him out of um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, and they, I mean, um, I don't even know. They, okay. They should have never let Mike Budenhauser go. He won a championship with them. I understand that. And, what, what, uh, if don't you a, want him with you? I would definitely take him. There's a bunch of coaches that I would take. They need to cast a wide net. Kevin like Ali who? is not going to be the guy. Like who? Who, who else besides Budenhauser you, you like? I'm curious. Who do I like to coach? Don't the say next? Mark Jackson, please. No, I'm definitely not. I'm not going to say Mark Jackson or, right. or Jay Wright or like I don't. I don't know that answer yet. Let's see how the rest of the season goes. So let's see what coaches get fired around the league. Let's see what this roster is looking like because it's an attractive place so much so that the Koch family wants to buy a 10 percent stake in the Brooklyn Nets. It's please. an attractive place, but they have to get this right. They have yeah. to get a coach that can be here for 10 years. They have to get a coach that's in lockstep with the GM. Is the GM going to be here? How are they building this team? They have picks. They have some young talent, but they got to they got to get it together. So what do you think 
Simmons. I hate the fact that they I, took on that trade. I, I've been saying that since Carton pulled me in. I was sitting downstairs, yeah. and I'm listening to Craig Carton talk about, where's Keith? Where's Keith? When the report first came through that James Harden was disgruntled really? and that Daryl Morey was, was trying to make a trade with okay. the Nets. And I came up here and I said, no matter what you do, make Harden sit. Make him be inactive. You do not accept the trade for Ben Simmons. He's a baby. He's not going to play. It's never going to work here. It didn't work in Philadelphia. It can't work in New York. And look at this. Devin Finney-Smith, what do you do with him? Well, they couldn't trade him at the deadline because I believe the Mavs wanted him, but the Mavs were playing games. After the Mavs made the trade with— We could with, have got a first round for him. Come on. You, you, think, you think the Mavericks would have given him a first round pick they for him? They were desperate. They were desperate. But okay. they didn't give up a first round pick for him. He's still here. And and Cam Johnson is 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 Joe Harris all over again. Oh no, <laughs> he's bad. he's way better than Joe Harris. Oh really? He's not even starting. Yeah, because he's young and they just keep jerking uh, him around. Please and, and stop this. Yeah, come on. He's a bucket, man. They gotta find oh, a way to maximize bucket? that young kid. He's come out and set records. He's he's dropped forty uh, points. In multiple games, like he he's come out and been Allen Iverson like like uh, they gotta find a you way. You Cam Johnson or Cam Thomas? I said oh, I'm Cam thinking of, oh, I'm thinking of Cam Thomas. You I said, said Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Okay, I'm sorry. We I heard <laughs> the wrong I, thing. Okay. Cam Johnson and Cam Thomas, two completely different guys. Yes. Cam Johnson only got paid almost like a Jalen Brunson contract, yes. which is ridiculous. I've uh-huh. said this one. He only got paid because they love Mikael Bridges. They love his personality. They love the fact that he's an Iron Man, that he plays every game. He's never hurt, and he's under control. So to keep him happy, the guy that they traded him here with is Cam Johnson. They call them the Twins. Twins. They did everything together in Phoenix. So to keep Mikael Bridges happy, you had to sign his guy. They signed Cam Johnson to a four-year deal. Oh, what a waste Lord. of money. What a waste what of a money. Waste Joe Bucket. Joey Buckets is better than him. Joey Buckets might be better than him today. Are you stop. <laughs> what, what medication you are? Do me a favor. I you cut me off. Give me next talk every day. Oh, you know, on, on, we can't do on. that Please, here. Don't do that. Don't do that. Thanks for the call, Ed. Ed you're, you're right. I'm going to cut you off. You Trust me. I have a Nets podcast. I don't even want to do the pod. We can't come into WFAN and force the Nets conversation. They're terrible. They're not good. With what the Rangers are, with what the Knicks are, with what the Yankees are supposed to be, and all the turmoil around the Mets, the Mets fans can, can be miserable and talk about how bad the Mets are 24-7. There's no way we're going to be able to force the Brooklyn Nets talk on the fan. You know who I can see the Nets hiring outside the box? It would be right up their alley. J.J. Redick. I saw there were some odds for J.J. Redick because he lives in Brooklyn. J.J. Redick because he interviewed with the Raptors uh, last year. Like, he clearly wants to do this. No, I've had enough of J.J. Redick I'm for telling now. you, dude. Like, I that's an outside-the-box hire. It, now, listen. Do, you, do the uh, old man in the three podcast. He was calling out Doc Rivers. Then he's calling out fans. Like, do, do fans really want to be educated? I, I do all of this work on the X's and O's. No. No. The casual fan definitely doesn't. And even the diehard fan just wants to watch the game. Right. They or, don't want to know the X's and O's. They, wanna, they barely know the Jimmy's and Joe's. Right. Or they what that issue was about how he'd made the argument with Stephen A on first take and that got 10 million views and he's breaking because down the that's play. What, that's what... It's but, the NBA. Because it's all people, drama. It's all storylines. Right, and people want to listen to you and watch you guys argue over breaking down 10 minutes of Zion in the post. And why do you think Stephen A wins where they're talking about he's going to make $20 million on his next contract? He don't break down anything. He barely watches the games. Hardest working man in show business. Stephen but he knows stuff. how to strike up some some hot no. takes and controversy and yell and screen he's and, an screen an and entertain. Yeah. He is but I don't know how much of the game he watches. So I know he damn sure doesn't watch football. I know that when Isaiah Hartenstein started to be the starting center, 
He's like, I got to watch some guy named Isaiah Hartenstein. I'm like, did you watch him last year or this year? That's the last guy you need to be worried about with the Knicks. He's talking about the Yankees. He's like, uh, Isaiah Kanafalefa, Falafalefa, I want him gone. In year two? We were saying that last year when he was a shortstop. We don't mind him in year two. He's pitching for us. 877-337-6666. Mike is in Clifton Park. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for joining the show. So really quick points on Yankees and then uh, Knicks and Nets. So Yankees, you know, I'm I'm not a Yankee fan, but I'm a baseball fan. And the the Yankee part is interesting to me with uh, Soto uh, and Hal Steinbrenner. And do you think Soto is maybe like asking himself quietly, if Yankees sign me, will they be able to sign anyone else? And um, that was just kind of a thought because his house. No, I don't think he cares about anyone else. He cares about his money. He wants to be, <laughs> he wants to set records. Okay. He wants to have, he, he wore a shirt that said the generational Juan Soto. He wants to have the generational wealth. Okay, gotcha. And then with the Knicks, if Randall comes back, you know, he won't be 100% healthy, you know. Um, but what do you think about him coming off the bench? make the bench stronger, and that way he kind of eases up also. He didn't have to play the best player on nah, the other team. So I think, I mean, there's too much respect for the guy. He's a multi-time all-star. He was the face of the franchise before Brunson. I think you just have him on a minutes restriction. You start him, okay. and your bench is already strong. I think that we're going to see how strong the Knicks are once they get whole. They're, they have a lot of players, a lot of pieces, and these bench guys and these backup guys are getting a lot of good minutes right now. You know, and another Nick point, if you don't mind. Uh, so when the offseason comes and, let's say, Knicks have all these assets, right, to trade, I think if Mitchell, if you know, if we go back to Donovan Mitchell, um, if he wants to be on the Knicks, he has to be like the bad Donovan Mitchell. He has to start talking about, I want to be with the Knicks, you know. He, he, he's always so kind of nice and quiet, so he has to kind of change his tune a little bit. And then, then if that happens, then you have Dante going back to the bench, and that would be a pretty strong team. And with your Nets, they're cursed, and the curse is the curse of Kenny A. I loved Kenny Kenny A as a head coach. Yeah, they did him uh, wrong. He got wrong. They did him he wrong. He got wrong, and I think this is the time. If you're going to fire your coach and the Nets are going to be this bad, fire Sean Marks and start with a new uh, GM and, and coach. And uh, thanks for the time. Thanks for the time, Mike. Thanks for the call, rather. Um, I try and give you all time. You got a lot in. Uh, with the Knicks and Brunson, I don't think he goes anywhere, man. This is the point guard that you were waiting a long time for. You got a deal on him. You got to pay the guy. They're definitely going to pay that guy. And I am rooting for the Knicks to get whole. I got nothing to root for with the Brooklyn Nets, and that does not turn into me hating on the Knicks. That does not turn into me wanting to see the Knicks fail. Ultimately, when they do fail, I will get a chuckle out of it. But, like, I want to see them get whole and go on a run and see how far they can take this thing. I always tell you, I was at Game 5. Last year, shout out to Lee hooking me up, put me in there when I needed it. I was deep in uh, infant, newborn baby land, losing my mind, and tickets came available. I took EJ here. I think EJ was on the fan last night. I took EJ with me uh, to that game five, and I was sitting in there with Brooklyn Nets socks on. It was the only Nets gear I wore. I didn't want to be the guy showing up with the Nets jersey on, but I'm like, how quickly it went from dreams to nightmare. <laughs> dreams in Brooklyn of a finals appearance and a parade, Kevin Durant, foot on the line, and just that quickly, they're gone. Superstars are gone. The team sucks. Different head coaches. The owner should just sell. The GM should be fired. He gets, he's gets he gotten how many mulligans, and he doesn't have any type of plan or direction, just figuring it out as he goes along. And then you look at the Knicks, and it's like, oh, 
tip your cap to their front office. They had a plan. Even when the fans didn't see the plan, they have put together a team that can contend potentially in the East, and tonight is going to be a small measuring stick, right? You're not at full strength. The Celtics are the best team in the NBA, they say, and you've got to go face these guys at home without, uh, you know, let's say just without Randall and without OG. I also think I saw Jericho Sims is not going to be available. You're, the Knicks have been banged up. But let's say you're able to hang with the Boston Celtics. That gives you at least like a, a confidence that, hey, when we get whole, maybe we can go toe-to-toe with these guys. It's going to be a good game to watch. The Celtics are tough, though. The first thing I said, and the Celtics are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, the first thing I said about the Celtics this year was, who allowed this? Who allowed them to put Drew Holiday and Chris Stapps Porzingis on this? Who allowed them to put this roster together? Al Horford still got it. You got Jalen Brown and Tatum still there. And then they even have, like, Luke Cornett as a bench piece. Uh, White is a good player. Like, they have a good, they have a good team. Joe Mazzula, I think, is my age. And he barely got to coach those guys. He's, he's got the best job in basketball. Joe, Joe Mazzula is my age, 35 years old. He's just sitting back, letting them do their thing. So I would love to see the Knicks knock off the Celtics. I can't stand the Boston Celtics. 877-337-6666. We haven't gotten to this yet. Let's see what Justin in Ridgefield has to say on the fan. What's up, Justin? Hey, how's it going, Keith? All right, bringing it home. What you got for us? So, um, I, with all the turmoil the Jets are in, and, you know, I mean, I usually we don't pay attention kind of to these little assistant coaches and, you know, special, these guys kind of behind the scenes that get let go and everything like that. I was wondering how much you think, like, that might be an indication of some of these guys that might have been the media leaks and them kind of trying to plug some of those holes and maybe that goes unnoticed. I mean, maybe even a guy like Rex Hogan or something like that behind the scenes who could have been, you know, Ooh, one of the guys good. leaking stuff. Um, I think that potentially there could be some of that from coaches, but I really think that's players. And my reaction just now was, boom, with six minutes left, the captain, Nico Heischer, puts the doubles up, 3-2, need this win, lock it down. I think also, man, this is such a big offseason for the Jets, and there's just so much that they have to do to make that offensive line better, to add another weapon. But, you know, I'm going to save my NFL talk. Thanks for the call, Justin. I'm going to save my NFL talk for this upcoming week. I have five shows Monday through Friday. Some of them are late. I think I have a couple five-hour shows. I mean, we're coming up on the NFL scouting combine. It's all week. It's Monday to Monday. So I'm going to save my takes on that. I had some notes today if people wanted to get in the weeds on, like, the NFL salary cap. But, like, today is not the day for that. The NFL raised the salary cap to $255.4 million. That's a $30 increase. You need a good GM to make the right moves. I mean, on the other side, the Giants, this is a huge offseason for them with the money that they're going to have in the cap and free agency and what they're going to do in the draft. Both of those teams need to be competitive next year. And these next few months is how you get ahead. So uh, stay tuned this week on The Fan. I'm sure it won't be just me, but the NFL is year-round. And we're going to start to see some of these guys in the combine that are highly touted. We're going to see how these guys bench press, how these guys run, how these guys jump, uh, how these guys just look. Do they look the part? I love watching these guys throw on air. I love watching the quarterbacks throw uh, I love watching these guys run routes, and ca- like I can't wait to watch it. And we'll start to speculate who are the Jets and Giants going to take, what they're what they're going to do or not do, and uh, how they're going to make this team better. 
disappointing years, injury-filled years. But they got to bounce back. This is New York. They got to bounce back and be able to compete. 877-337-6666. The NFL is year-round. They don't miss a beat with it. This scouting combine, some of the best players in the country will be invited. I I know I did a show earlier this week talking about um, how many, you know, top players we're going to get to see from around the country. And if you watch college football like I watch college football, the actual college football has nothing to do with the testing and, and these guys running around in, in Under Armour or whatever. But it's fun to see, like, which which one of these guys or, or, you know, who is who and what is what out of these guys as far as, like, they're good football players and they've been preparing now for the combine for a few months. Like, these guys that go out and bench press ridiculous or run uh, the three-cone drill or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm into that. I, I played football my whole life. I remember getting ready for combines. I remember testing. I remember thinking, like, you know, I got to kill it at the Penn State Combine to get offers, and um, I, I did. So I'm in. I'm into all of that. 877-337-6666. The NFL is king. They have made it so that, like, the Super Bowl was just a couple weeks ago. Okay, we're starting on the new league year. Players are being released. Salary cap goes up. Scouting Combine is going to hit, and we're going to start talking about the draft this week. Let's keep it rolling with the same conversation we've pretty much been having all day. Phil is in Stanford, Connecticut. What you got for us, Phil? Hey, Keith, appreciate you taking the call. Um, I just, I'm a Yankees fan, should preface. And I might be the only Yankees fan who I could not care less what happens with Soto next year. That's a good way. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I might even be a little bit apprehensive giving him a huge contract. I mean, say he has by no means a bad season, you know, bats 260, maybe hits 25 home runs, maybe gets in the upper 80s, low 90s in RBIs. We're going to shell out $500 million to this guy and pay him more than our captain, Judge, who is by all means a better player than him. Like, I, I mean, I'd, I'd be happy if he plays well and contributes to winning. I'll, I'll be very excited to see it. But I could not care less if he walks, yeah. really. I, 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 it doesn't <laughs> it's, scare it's, me for It's yet reason. to be seen, right? And that's why I tell Yankee fans, sit back and enjoy the ride. We want this guy to have a banner walk year. We want to end up paying him 500, 600 million, right? Or having to offer him that. We want this guy to have the best year of his career because we've seen some of the best years of his career. We've seen him go to Houston and defeat yeah. the Astros. We've seen him be a prime time player. As a rookie, as a 19-year-old kid, no less. He was amazing in that series. But the other side of the coin is, I mean, he's been fairly healthy his whole career. He's got to stay healthy. The other side of the coin is he's got to adjust. This is a pressure cooker over here. This isn't Washington, D.C. He's got to adjust no. to playing in, in New York. Uh, I know Sean right. Morash put out a call a couple months ago to not boo him, and I got on the fan that same night, and I was like, I don't know what stadium you yeah. go to, but that's not how it works. It's the Bronx That's outrageous. Cheer. We, they, boo, we they boo everybody. I mean, it, we boo everyone, except maybe Judge. No, I, I, I was I, I, in there. They booed Judge. They booed Judge when he really? turned down I've the contract. They booed Judge during his um 62 year. People will boo because, one, there are fans that don't know anything. They'll boo anybody that strikes out. They'll boo anybody that's struggling. Two, yeah. there are some fans, they do not care. They do not, You guys have these Yankees, who has won a World Series in, in pinstripes? These Yankees haven't won anything for us. They haven't earned no. the right to not be criticized, not be booed. They make millions yeah, of dollars. Absolutely. We're looking for a winner. There are Yankee fans that will go there and boo. I am not like that. I boo opposing pitchers that are taking too long to throw a pitch. Pitch clock kind of solved that. I booed the hell out of umpires. I'll wear an umpire I definitely booed Giancarlo Stanton, that's for sure. I've never booed Stanton. I've never booed Stanton. But I understand it. I didn't even boo Joey Gallo. So, like, I I understand. I didn't even boo Josh Donaldson. I couldn't stand the guy. But, yes, your thought of I don't really care, 
I think it's great to have them for this year. But there's a chance that they do win the World Series this year. And if and if they win the World Series and let them walk, I don't care. I want that World Series. Yeah. And then also, uh, totally as we're getting a good look at Spencer Jones this spring, that's the insurance plan. That's yeah. a, well, Spencer if, Jones, if, if we can Dominguez comes back healthy, too, off the surgery. I mean, we've got some prospects. It's time to start testing them out. <laughs> yes, sir. The, the Yankees will be fine. They'll be better than fine. Thanks for the call, Phil. Boom, there's another goal. Woo! 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 Da, 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 da. You suck! I don't know the words to the Devil's uh, Goal song. I just know you suck. That I, it's Gaslight Anthem. They performed it at the Stadium Series. I just I know in in the arena the you suck part. So anyway, Keith McPherson on the fan. I got a half an hour left. We got to break it down. But the Devils look like they're in the driver's seat. They're gonna get this win. It's four two with uh, minutes left, like three minutes left. And let's check on the Rangers. It's still scoreless in the second period. So. Let's take this break. Call me up and try and get your last thoughts, last calls in. KM to 5 p.m. Yeah, we'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your Groceries, so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yo, you know, uh, this was Harrison Bader's walk-up song last year. Maybe he'll, he'll bring that back for City Field. <laughs> no, he should probably switch it up. Do something completely different. Keith McPherson on the fan. Uh, this is my last uh, 25 minutes or so. The Devils win. Fly the W. The uh, New Jersey Devil is skating across the ice with the W flag right now. I thought I spoke too soon. As soon as I said the Devils were up 4-2 to two and should have this one locked up, of course, the Canadians score to make it four to three with like a minute and 50 left. And I was like, I got to be careful. This this mic is powerful. You hear me say that a lot. And what I mean is <laughs> you don't want to jinx things. You don't want to speak too sure of yourself. I mean, anything can happen. And a lot of people are listening. A lot of people are hearing this. So the Devils do win. Still waiting on the Rangers to score. They're in the power play. I do believe, let me refresh this before I go any further. Uh, yes, the Lightning only are up by a goal. It's a There's a minute and a half left. The Lightning were up 3-0. The Islanders 
put two in the net to make it 3-2, but I don't know. The, the Lightning probably hold them off. I don't have eyes on that. And it's still scoreless down in Philadelphia with the Rangers. Coming up after that Rangers game, you will get to see the New York Knicks take on the Boston Celtics. And I expect the Celtics to win, but I also expect the Knicks to compete. Like, I expect the Knicks to go out there and play hard like they do every night. And obviously, they're down a few guys, but this will be a good measuring stick. Because if you can compete with the Celtics and they're at full strength and you're not, it'll make you feel confident that when you get whole, that you can actually rock with them, that you can actually beat them even. And, I mean, if you think you're winning the Eastern Conference going to the finals, it's going to have to run through Boston. They are a juggernaut this year, and they've come up short plenty of years, but I think they feel more than any year that this is their year. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Let's keep clearing the calls, and I've got like 20 or so minutes left if you want to join us. 877-337-6666. Lance is in Danbury. What's up, Lance? You got it. Keith, let's jinx the Celtics tonight. I'm on my way to the Garden. I'm with two <laughs> Celtic fans that are wearing Boston gear. Oh, yeah. I told them if somebody beat no, them up, No, you got to give them hell. That's one thing you can control, and the Knicks fans can control that. It's not like Brooklyn. It's not like Barclays Center. The Celtics fans will not take over the Garden tonight. 100%. I was so excited to go to this game, and now I know everybody's hurt. But like you said, I still think we can compete. I still think we can win. And I can't wait for playoff time because I think we could beat Boston this year and make it to the finals. I, I'm Have all a good for day, that. my friend. Thanks for the call. Have a good time at the game tonight. Go New York. Go New York. Go. Uh, like I said, the Celtics came to Brooklyn, and Tatum was getting MVP chance. And it's easy, it's easy to take over the Brooklyn Nets building. Like, the Nets world just got built on the backs of KD, Kyrie, Harden, and the stars that they had and the success they had. I think the Rangers just scored. I need to get that game on. Did the Rangers score right there? Paulie just stepped out, but I'm looking at his TV through the glass. Yeah, one nothing Rangers. Here you go, Rangers fans. Rangers fans. See? Ten in a row. We're winning the cup. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Celtics fans will not take over the Garden, and it does not matter – who was on the floor for the Knicks? The Knicks fans will be behind them. It's a Saturday night game, and it's a nationally televised game. And if you're going to that game, be loud. Root your team on. Anything can happen. Not wishing injury on any of the Celtics, but as I've talked a lot about injuries this week, injuries can happen. And, you know, they've got a 44-win team, and they're riding high. They lose Jason Tatum. They lose Jalen Brown. They lose one of those guys, and that changes stuff. That changes what they hope for their season to be. you got to stay healthy. That's like the main thing. We always leave that out or we always make that last. We just assume, oh, this team, and then guys get hurt. Another Knicks call. Let's go to Carl in Stanford, Connecticut. You got it, Carl. Keith, what's going on, my man? It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for calling uh, in. You got it. I got one of the four teams I root for in New York, the Giants, Knicks, the Rangers, and the Yankees. The New York Knicks are on the bottom of the totem pole, and I'm sure you could understand doing since, like, the last 15 years have been scary. Sure. At least. But, 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 I do believe that we are on the precipice of 1994 Part 2. I was only 10, but I want to see it, my man. I think the Rangers are about to go all in at their deadline, but the Knicks look so good, obviously prior to the injuries, and they're going to have a lot of guys coming back at the time 
when they need to and when they need to be healthy. And I just think that we are about to see something really special, my man. I really do. I'm right there with you. I want I want to go on the ride with you. I'm a radio host in this city. I don't have to root for the team. I picked my teams no, well no, before no. I, I knew I'd be on the fan. I, I, I want to go on the ride with every. I want the Knicks and the Rangers to make it to their conference finals. Who knows, even make it to the championship so that we have something to talk about, you know? Hell yeah, man. And I was at, I was at the last Giants parade. And I'm not going to drop any four-letter words because I'll get kicked off of this. But my God, was that a fun time. Was that a fun, yeah. was that a fun time? <laughs> so I'm just saying, I, I, I don't think New York can handle it. I sure as hell could can't handle it. But I really want to see it. And I, that, that's all I got to say. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for the call, Carl. I mean, I I have told you guys a thousand times. I was a college student. I had skipped too many classes. I had missed football practice a couple of times. I remember one time I skipped out on football practice to drive back to JMU and see one of my old girlfriends. Here comes the uh, <laughs> here comes the Yankees parade, and I don't have any leeway to skip class or practice. And I did not get on the train from Long Branch to New York Penn Station that day to go. And many other kids did. And friends of mine did. A lot of other people skipped out on their jobs and class and opportunities. I was a scholarship athlete. I really was in a position where um, I couldn't do that early on in the semester. Or I would have been in some trouble. And that's a regret. I should have said, to hell with it. I don't care about this football team. I don't care about this class. I don't care about this scholarship. I don't care about any of this, but you know what? Young me, freshly 21 in college, was like, whatever. I'll graduate. I'll get a job in the city, and I'll go to multiple Yankee parades in the next 10, 15 years. Eh. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, I did graduate. Uh, it took a little while to get a job in the city, but, man, I've been working up here. I've been in the city working for a decade since the fan cave in 2014. I haven't seen a parade. Let's go to my guy, Dwight, in Asbury Park, where I'm from. What's up, Dwight? You're on the fan. Yeah, the guy you were talking about, the, the left-handed burger, Aaron Judge. Spencer Jones. Is he, is he a straight southpaw, or is, or is he a switch hitter? He's a left-handed hitter. Oh, yeah, because all the thing is, he's a, if he's a possible switch hitter, that could be a that, that could be a definite diamond in the rough for the Yankees. You can, he can hit you from bo- both sides of the plate. No, I think he's just a left-handed hitter, and he's a he's a monster. He they put a picture of him and Judge side by side, and I think I saw the caption was like Spencer Jones makes Aaron Judge look like a regular sized person. They're both giants. They're both huge. They're six six seven. Both of these guys. Well, he's a, a, a what Gronk with a baseball bat. In his right, hand? these guys are basketball players. They could be on the NBA floor. Instead, they chose baseball. And they've got similar stances and swings. And, man, like, <laughs> Spencer Jones is in the right place to be a 6'7 outfielder because, like I said, they're going to bring him up the same way they brought Judge up. Oh, and Judge is on the team for another seven years. He he can learn from, from Aaron Judge directly. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. I'm out. Appreciate it, Dwight. Let's see. Uh, probably 14 minutes. I think I can get to all my calls. Richard in Manhattan, welcome back. You're on the fan. Keith, if the Yankees win the World Series, Soto is walking right back to the Yankee clubhouse. Are you kidding me? When the 69 Mets won the World Series, that changed a mayoral election. 
Are you kidding? Yeah, it'd be a you know seismic shift in in New York City in baseball if the Yankees win the World Series this year. Where would he want to go? He'll be back with the Yankees one way or another. I can bet you a million to one. Okay, NBA All Star Game. I, I've been giving it some thought. They can't continue this way. Nothing will motivate the players. Money and uh, uh, the foreigners versus the United all of it, States. All of it is bad. The slam dunk well, contest. Well, let me interrupt. Let yeah. me interrupt. You have to change some sort of format. The players are too chummy. All star. They're too friendly. This is my proposition. One year, try it. You do the NBA All-Stars, but you won't have 24 or 28. You'll have 12 or 14 versus first-year All-Stars, first-year and free agents. The rising stars, they do that too. Rising or whatever, because these players are not secure enough to start goofing around on the court, and the NBA All-Stars... Do not want to look stupid, lose it. I mean, you got Wimbayani, you got Holmgren, and then who else? You don't even know these guys. But these guys are going to go out there to try to prove something on national TV, standalone game. We won't even know a lot of these guys. So they'll be playing seriously. And the NBA All-Stars will be motivated by not trying to look stupid to these guys. I mean, you'll still get showboating and all. But toward the end of the game, you know those NBA stars are not going to want to lose to guys that most fans never seen. Yeah, now, but be- I, I still think they need more than pride because these guys do not care. Like, oh, I think they have pride on that. Uh, you think they? You think like they need more Davis than pride on the dunked? line? There has you to be. Anthony, wait, wait. You think Anthony Davis wouldn't want it, would want to get dunked on by a guy that no one's ever seen before? Anthony Davis joked that he was going to shoot every shot left-handed because yeah, there's no stats in the All Star game and it doesn't matter. He, Keith, that's because he's going against his friends. Oh, that was Anthony Edwards, not Anthony Davis. I just think the I look at these guys. They go to they go to they go to the All Star game. They go there to chill. It's a break. But since they're All Stars, they can't have to be that way. Yeah, I think the the days of of like Kobe Bryant guarding LeBron and like LeBron. A lot of people were right. They blame it on LeBron because LeBron is the leader, the king of this era. He's been playing the last twenty years. He never did the dunk contest, and he never took on a challenge in the All-Star game playing against some of the greats. He just kind of went out there trying to do uh, highlight dunks. And fix that. They can't. So why don't it's we too try something gone. different? I think it would work a little bit. Let's try it. Because I think the NBA players will not want to get embarrassed no, they, by so no-name you know, ball players. You're familiar with the Rising Stars game, right? Yeah, of course. I don't think that taking those guys and putting them against the established multiple-time All-Stars is going to make the actual all-stars play harder. I think the young guys will play harder, and the older guys will be like, we don't care. You guys are, you guys are new. Like, I don't know, but that's just it. If these guys are playing hard against the NBA all-stars, they don't want to get embarrassed. That's Richard, the they, these, these, Some of these guys don't even play. Some of these guys don't, don't play because hard for their team. they against their friends. No, but in the regular season. No in the regular play- season in the NBA, some of these guys don't even play. And some of these guys don't even play defense when they're out there for the team paying the millions. Keith, you're, you're putting all your marbles on the fact that the NBA stars will not want to get embarrassed by no name. And no, no, no. Year. You're putting your marbles there. That's what I, I, right, I think that right. they don't care. Thanks for the call, Richard. I don't think they care. Come on. You think these guys care about getting embarrassed? First off, nobody, nobody's watching. And they're in the middle of Indiana this year. These guys don't care about getting embarrassed on that floor. They're made men. I don't care about that. Trust me, I don't care about that. Four, four, four. Let's go to Billy in Manhattan on the fan. What's up, Billy? Great timing for me. Thanks, Keith. I'm about to get out of the car. Yeah, you're next in uh, line. You got it. 
I would have wait, I would have waited. I would have sat in that parking lot until I came. Well, up. you also could have hit the free Odyssey app and listened on your phone and your headphones. Take it to the Bluetooth in the house. You know. Isn't that ironic? That's <laughs> part of what my call is about. Was today has been such a good listen for me with you. I've been in and out of the car. I even booted you up on my phone when I made my breakfast. So that 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 is ironic, and that's really what I was going to say. I, where, where were the Yankees today, though? They were on Apple TV. Or no, they were nowhere. They were they were playing in, in oh. they were playing in Detroit. The, well, not in Detroit. They were playing in the Detroit mm-hmm. Tigers spring training facility. Their their field, mm-hmm. and there's just something about I don't know what their TV is. They didn't have the game on live today. I believe it may be broadcasted tomorrow on MLB.tv. I was checking MLB.tv. We didn't have the coverage here. Uh, supposedly it was on radio somewhere, like Detroit. It was nowhere to be found. You got to go to Twitter. Uh, I gave, uh, you know, I, I put Talking Yanks over that they did a good job live tweeting it. Some of the reporters, there's some clips that the Yankees put out at Yankees, but no, we couldn't watch the game today. Well, one last parting uh, comment. Uh, I think you're a great role model. I, I love when you touch on your your past and where you came from. And uh, I work with, with, with kids from urban areas and, and to hear you get on the radio all day long and just command the respect that you do. It, it means a lot to, to people like yeah, me and thank and you to a lot of kids out there. So Appreciate thank you for your time. Brother. All right, man. Thanks Billy. And like, I don't do it to just flex or gloat. I do it to inspire. I do it to show people that you can do it too. I was a long shot. I'm still a long shot. People have counted me out every single step of the way, and and some way I just continue on. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I just laugh thinking about how many people either disrespected me or discounted me, even with this Yankee stuff, right? As I told you, the podcasts I did and some of the people that I used to work for, there's a reason why I didn't continue working with them. There's a reason why I left. There's a reason why I kept ascending. I treat people right, first off. I show everybody respect. And then also... I work hard. I don't expect anything to be given to me or handed to me for any reason. I just wasn't raised like that, right? I grew up with my mom, my little sister, my older brother in a two-bedroom apartment. And shout out to my mom because I know she's listening. She built the foundation for us that, yo, nothing is handed to you. You have to hustle. You have to grind. We're not fortunate like some of these people around us. Some of my friends that I grew up with had everything. I remember going to sleepovers young and being like, you got a washing machine in your house? You have a pool in your backyard? What's that extra room for? That's your dad's office? There's a computer in there? Like little things like that at like eight, nine years old being like, well, damn, I got to get it when I get older. I got to figure it out. And bless my mom. She did everything she could for three kids. And we have figured it out now, ma. But like I I speak on that stuff so people don't think I was just shot out of some type of cannon. It wasn't just a straight, uh, you know, to the top for me. Like, I had to grind. I'm still grinding. I'm still out to prove myself. Every time I turn this mic on, it's a proving ground. And you can do it too. You got to believe in yourself. You got to put in the work. You got to connect dots. You got to try. There's a lot of people that won't even try. So if if you hear my voice and hear my story and that makes you want to try, good. 877-337-6666. If you call now, you'll probably be on with Danielle McCartan. Let's go to Chris in Connecticut. Chris, you're on the fan. Keith, what's up, buddy? It's an honor. I was going to talk briefly about um, how good it is to hear on the fan new voice and, and, and how how good you are and how I look forward to when you are on. But uh, after what you just said, I don't think I need to say really anything. You just said uh, it, and I thank you for it. I appreciate that. It's awesome. I love you all, guys. You know, uh, you know, I can name them off, but it is it's nice to hear a fresh fresh voice. 
Um, and you know what you're talking about too. So it's it's a it's a good you know it's a good fit. You're awesome there. Thank you. Um, so I want to talk about the Yanks briefly. Um, when I look back at the the '96, '98, 2000, you know, all the years they won, and you get a chance to look at some of their, uh, you know, some of their their footage and, and behind the scenes stuff that you watch. You know, after they win, they show you the spring training. You know, behind the scenes stuff. And I've been following not a, not a, not all you know hardcore. Obviously, not like you. It's not my job, but follow the Yankees on Facebook a little bit on. Um, Instagram and stuff, and I don't know. It just seems like there's a different feel to this team. Yep. They got a different chemistry. They got a different. Did you hear, did you hear earlier when I was I was shouting out the Yankee social digital team and specifically Ryan, who I know is a, a huge part of the change, and how the Yankees weren't always good at the social digital game and showing us behind the scenes. Now they're leading the pack. Now they're great at it, and it gets you fired up. I said I saw Austin Wells with a catcher's cam on. I could watch that all day. Do more, man. The, the so my question. I would ask that is that is that new because of the new team, a new digital team? No, or man, is that... that is because well, yeah, not the new players on this team. It just looks better because now you have Juan Soto, Alex Verdugo, Trent Grisham, Marcus Stroman, some different guys to focus and and showcase. But there was a change when I was in the fan cave in 2014. The Yankees social media team did not move like this. I would say they were very buttoned up. They were afraid about what they do. There was not a brand voice, right? Because it's the Yankees. They they were they were they were not as cool as they were. I think they started to get a little bit more trendy, a little more with the times as far as puns and pop culture things, and just right, playing right. to the younger fans around. Uh, 2017, 2018, when they actually had like a little bit of a resurgence. And as of the last, let's say, five years since 2019, they're excellent on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of it, YouTube. For sure. For sure. Awesome, man. Well, listen, go Yanks, and, and I look forward to listening to you throughout the season. Yes, sir. Thanks for the call. Let's see how many other calls we can get in. Let's go to Zen in Inwood, New York. Probably my second to last call. Go for it, Zen. Hello. Um, you're terrific, Keith. I enjoy you more than any of the others on the station, with the exception of Richard Neer. Okay. So, High praise. And that's a, that's a weekend guy. And I'm starting to get my weekend shifts in. Shout out to Richard. Shout out to you and all of your uh, family for your accomplishments. I want to talk about the NBA, which I've been watching since 1954, the All-Star Game. Here's an idea. Both sides, East and West, have 15 players. In the first quarter, the coach can only play five guys, those five guys against the other five guys. The winner of the quarter, those guys get a hundred grand. The losers get nothing. Okay, now you're the talking. Same thing for the second quarter and the third quarter. So now all 15 guys have played. In the fourth quarter, the coach can put any five guys on that he wants. No substitutions unless somebody gets hurt. Or if you want, you can have substitutions. Uh, whatever. But the Or thing if somebody's is, not taking it serious enough, you're out of there. Right. Take them out of there. So, at the, so you play the fourth quarter with five guys of the cho coach's choice, and the winners of the fourth quarter get the 100 grand, and the winners of the game 
they all get another hundred grand, and the losers get nothing. Oh, it could be more. Did you watch the in-season it, tournament at all? Because that's where I where I was going. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, next I did, with this, and it was very competitive. Yeah, and it took mm, the Lakers a month to recover. Early, early, <laughs> early <laughs> December, we can get these guys to compete like it's uh, like it's May, huh? Yeah, because you put a five hundred thousand dollar incentive out there, and all of a sudden these guys are hooping, hooping in early December when usually these guys are cruising, taking it easy, and load managing. You got. You got the whole league to play uh, competitive so much so where guys were ready to fight. Like, yeah, how were you able to right. do that? By by you're incentivizing right, it. Because some of those guys on the end of the bench don't make the money that LeBron makes where the team is coming together to win that $500,000 for them. Right, right. The, here's another point. To coach those 15 and 15 on East and West, you get, for instance, Bird on one side and Magic on the other. Sure. Or sure. Instead of instead of Doc Rivers, Michael who just Jordan. got the job yeah, with the Bucks, like Doc Rivers is now the head coach of the East. We're like, you just got back here, Zen. Thank you for the call and for the options. Maybe Adam Silver is somewhere in New York listening. Last call goes to my guy Mario in Long Beach. Mario, you're good at getting on the fan. Oh, thank you, thank you, guy. Nice to get in your list. I appreciate you getting me in. First of all, don't don't think of yourself as a long shot. You're not. You know, no, I don't. Some people do. That's my it opinion. seems to I'm be a consistent you. theme in my life that people look at me as no, and I always looked at myself as yes. I did the same thing. I'll give you a quick little story. When I was I was in banking, I retired as a vice president in a bank. When I was a teller, I used to go on my lunch. I used to take a half an hour. The second half an hour, I had nothing to do. I would go to the manager and say, I have nothing to do. Can I learn from you? And I learned things that got me ahead later on. Mm-hmm. All the other tellers used Smart. to say, what are you doing that for? That's your lunch hour. You should be relaxing. And what happened ten years later? Yeah. They're still tellers, and I'm a manager. Yeah, they're you know? still they're still relaxing. They're yeah, still they're chilling. still relaxing. So that's the point. Now, real real quick on the Knicks. This is a real good game for them because even if they're competitive, think about it. They're missing sixty percent of their starting lineup tonight. Sixty percent, right? The center and Ananobi and uh, and Randall and their number two and, and the backup. Jericho Sims is out. I believe I saw. Uh, obviously, um, Randall, OG, and Anobi. If you're talking about Mitchell Robinson being out, like they they're banged up. But yeah, they're banged up. Six. So if they can if they can play well and maybe even beat them, they they're going to be really really flying high. I think that if they get everybody back, but who knows, man, Keith? I don't know if they're going to get everybody back or not. You know? Yeah, Nobody I don't know either. That. Thanks for the call. Thanks everybody for the call and positive words and uh, rocking with me from 1 o'clock to 5. That's it, right? Time flies. Hopefully you got safely to wherever you were driving or if you went grocery shopping or cleaning the house, you knocked that out and the time flew by. The sun is going down in like an hour. At least we got an hour. At least it's still bright out, right? I think the sun sets at like 5.40 something. Either way, thank you guys for listening. Danielle McCartan is coming up next. She'll take you into the night, and I got to send a shout out to my guy, Thomas Cunningham, if you're listening. Thomas writes me handwritten letters that come here at least every two weeks, and I plan on writing you back. I just don't really use the mail, but I'll get to it. Appreciate everybody. Talk to you Monday. Bye. Sports Radio 1019 We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.